Hello, family and friends. I'm Coke Robinson, mother, wife, and CEO. Question, do you understand how important faith is and how it affects your everyday life, being a parent, spouse, and entrepreneur? This podcast teaches you how to stand on your faith, forgiveness, breaking generational curses, healing, and growing in your spiritual walk into all that God has called you to be. Join me as I invite you to take a journey of healing and staying firm on your faith while being an entrepreneur. Also, I've invited some friends to come along and share their inspirational journeys as well. So, welcome to Heavy on the Faith Podcast. Hello, family and friends. Thank you all for tuning in tonight. I truly appreciate it. So when I say tonight, y'all know that I'm <laughs> I'm doing these the night before because it seemed like when I tried to do my podcast episodes like uh, weeks in advance and put them out, uh, schedule them to get put out. And it just seemed like God has something for me to say that week, like for that specific episode that I wanted to say. So I stopped doing that to be able to um, do it the day before. Um, and I'm so glad I did because the Lord put something on me so tough today. And it was just amazing. It was it was the most blessed, blessed lesson that I could get. Okay, so I'm going to tell y'all to listen. All right. Well, I'm going to tell y'all a story. So today I had a couple of things to do today. So um, I'm getting ready for uh, this event uh, where I got nominated uh, through Muskegon Young Black Professionals. And I'm getting ready for the event. So, you know, young ladies, we go get our nails done, toes done. So I'm like just prepping myself. Um, and trying to really do everything before the Sabbath. So, um, I, I go to get my nails done and my nail tech is not there. He is going on vacation. And so I'm like, oh, you know, I called before I came anyway, just to, you know, let them know I was coming. But, uh, they told me he was on vacation and I got there and I'm like, oh, you know, mm. You know, I have been watching this uh, guy that does nails, too. Uh, and so, anyway, my nail tech wasn't there. And so, the guy that I have been watching, he did my daughter's nails prior. Um, he never did my nails. He always did my daughter's nails when she would come in with me. And her nails were always so nice and neat and just really nice. Anyway, he wound up... Uh, doing my nails and I specifically asked for him you know and uh he does my nails and when I tell you he does them better than the nail tech my nail tech and it just blew my mind right and I'm like this is what I want this is what <laughs> I'm always wanting when I'm here someone to do it OCD-ish you know do my nails perfectly because I I'm a cosmetologist so I'm always washing hair and stuff so I don't need any snag I don't need my client's hair snagging on my nails or nothing you know it's a specific way my nails have to be done in order for me to do my job 
I only had to tell that man that one time and he did exactly what he was supposed to do. But anyway, when he was done, he put the oil on my nails and said, go wash your hands. And so I looked up because I had paid him prior because he did such a good job. I already knew he was going to do a good job in the middle of the service and my nails weren't even painted yet. I had paid him anyway and tipped him, him and the young lady that did my toenails. So before I go to the back to wash my hands, I look at him, I look him in his eyes and say, your name's Ryan, right? And he's like, oh, like it, he stopped in place, put his hand on his chest, like, you know, my name. And I'm like, yeah. And it didn't hit me till I got to the sink to wash my hands. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, he didn't. He thought I didn't know his name. Like I would, I would, I don't do that. You know, I'm not the type of person I go back and he tells me so many people come in here and get their nails done and do not know my name. And I, I, what he said kind of blew me away. And I, I was telling him, I said, that's sad because I wouldn't want anyone doing anything for me if I didn't know their name or know anything about them. And so I leave out of the I leave out of the nail shop and I get in my car and I turn on this song is by uh, a artist. Uh, actually, let me go to it because I want to tell you guys exactly who the artist was that I was listening to. Um, it was Lawrence Flowers and Intercession, and the song is called "I'm Yours," right? And so he says, and I'm I'm just in praise and worship in the car because that's where I normally am when I get in my car I turn on my music my gospel music and I'm in praise and worship when I'm in my car I'm praising and worshiping so if you drive past me and you see me praising and worshiping you already know where I'm at you know what I'm doing you know what's going on <laughs> you know what I'm listening to so I'm in the car and praise and worship and I'm, I'm deeper in it now I'm deeper and I hear Lawrence Flowers say just to know your name is not enough for me and it stuck in my mind and tears started rolling down my eyes and it was such a powerful moment because just to know God's name is not enough for me I wanted to seek him it, it was just not enough to know that like oh, oh he's God Oh, he, he's this amazing God. I wanted to seek him, know him and all of that. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to give my all to him, you know, and to piggyback off of what I was saying about the nail tech, you know, he thought because I was in there getting my nails that I was just your average coming to get my nails done you know we come to God always with our hands out not even knowing him you know that used to be me always coming to God with my hands out God I need this God I need that and Lord if you just give me this one chance and Lord I I stop this you know we we come to him like that and not know who he really is we don't know his name we know his name but it's just not enough we always come into him with our hands out and never too much our hands up, you know. And it was just like to come to somebody. Let's 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 talk about the the worldly lesson that I learned. 
we we deal with different people and we don't even know their names. We let them touch on us. They're touching our hands. They're dealing with us. And you you don't know this person name. You you don't know who they are. You just allow them to touch you and not know them. And here it is. God is so willing to touch you and know you, and you just know His name, and that's it. You, it's not enough. And that ministered to me so much to to tell my people to seek God, to know more than just his name, to know more than just he's a forgiving God, to know more than just he's a merciful God, to know more than he's a graceful God, just to know who he is 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 it's an amazing feeling when you have God in your life when you can you can hear things differently. You can see things differently. Um, how you feel after any situation is different because you know God. And back then it wasn't enough. Just to know his name, it wasn't enough. I was still dealing with the ways of the world. Still dealing with the ways of the world. Still dealing with my feelings. Still dealing with the hurt, the trauma, and not being able to release what I needed to release because I just knew his name. I didn't know his works. I didn't experience his works. Because back then I was too consumed with the worldly things. I was too consumed with, okay, I can, I'm going to cry about it today and I'm going to let it go tomorrow. Or I'm going to just talk to my, get on the phone and talk to my friend about it. And actually after I talked to her, I felt a little better. Or, you know what, I'm just not going to talk to this person at all. You know, I was so used to the worldly things and not letting God do what he needed to do for me. You know, it 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 was so sad. It's so sad when I think about it, all the things that I had to go through because I was dependent on the world to heal me. Or I, maybe I smoke a little weed today and, you know, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna remember that if I drink a little bit. You know. And going from day to day like that will definitely take a toll on you. What would your life be like without all the worldly things and just God? And what would your day to day look like? What would you what would you look like emotionally? Would you care to Proceed in knowing who God is and just not knowing his name. Because truly it isn't enough. It isn't enough just to know his name because I knew who God was. I knew his name when I was younger. I, I knew his name. I knew to call on him, but I didn't know the true extent of his love. I didn't know the extent of his grace. I didn't know the extent of his mercies. And it just made me look at things totally different. Like I was always the one that I'm always handling it myself then. I was always handling things myself and taking things into my own hands. And and, and the situations would escalate beyond my control because I decided to take things into my own hands and I didn't put them in God's hands. And it... Me getting to know God at this level that I am right now, and, and truly, 
I am not where I want to be, but I am in the thick of it. I know I'm growing in Christ. I know I'm learning more and more in him and I don't have to be perfect. I just wanted to give God the chance and I want, I wanted to give God the chance. I wanted to give him the chance that he's been trying to give me. And the feeling was mutual. And it was just, it was easy for me to let go of everything and let go of the baggage, just move accordingly to his plans for my life. Even though I don't know those plans specifically, but I do know that he has plans for my life. I do know that he has a purpose for my life. I do know that I'm supposed to introduce God to you. And so me taking these steps to give it all up for him, give up all this worldly stuff, all all of these connections. All First, it, it, it started small with me. So I just want to let you all know it started really small. It started to where I was just like, OK, you know, it was conviction at first. It was more conviction. I was just like, I'm tired of going through this. I'm tired of dealing with this. I'm tired of the negative thoughts in my head. I'm tired of moving away. I'm moving in life. I'm tired of struggling. I'm tired of being tired. And it just became so depressing, so heavy on me. And to where I wanted it all to stop, like, it just seemed like so many things were happening. I'm just like, Lord, I'm, I'm ready. And it took me to be at church. And I, I, it's something about music, godly music, and the flow of intercessory and, and just the flow of godly music and the call and the, and the talking about God. It just, it pulls me. It pulls me like never before. And I just could not stay away. I was just ready to just give God my everything. And I did. And it has been amazing since. I don't even I don't even talk to people the same way I used to talk to people. I don't even deal with people the same way I used to deal with people. I I don't even I have not <laughs> I have not fussed out anybody in so long. I don't I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what that looks like. On the new me, I don't know what that looks like. I don't want to know what it looks like because God handles it for me. And it's it was so easy to do that. And, and not even knowing what I know in this word right now, it was easy for me to do that. Because you just get to a point to where you're tired. You're tired of running. You're tired of struggling. You're tired of leaning on things, pills, alcohol, weed gossiping friends so-called friends so-called family that one cousin you can just tell all your business to you and sometimes you just get tired of depending on these on these things you get tired because it don't feel the same you still feel kind of crappy afterward but i'm telling you when god takes it away oh Ooh, honey, I'm probably, I'm just dealing with the remnants and it's, it's not even nothing there. And just to know that the weight is off my shoulders, the pressure is off of me. It's making my life 
my decisions that I'm making now way better than what I was making before. Even in this little scenario right now that I'm I'm actually going through in my life, I'm actually in the process of uh, eating healthier and um, losing the weight that I've been trying to lose for years. Um, back then when I did have my life right with God, you know, I was stumbling and falling, falling and stumbling, <laughs> saying what I was going to do and not doing what I said I was going to do and, and doing this fat diet and this fat diet and it's just not working and it's actually making me gain more weight and it's actually making me sh- more stressed until I gave it all up to God and then my plans became clearer to do the things that I needed to do for me. And I just told God, Lord, I need to lose this weight and I need to lose it in a healthy way. And the Lord gave me the blueprint and I just followed it. And right now I started eating just plainly healthy, like no sugar, no bread, um, no sugars, breads, pastas, uh candy pops none of that um no fast food nothing I have been clear of that for a week and and a half now and to know that I was and oh I don't want to say my weight but (laughs) I am just to know that I was 240 and now I'm down to 229 is everything to me and this is just in a week and a half and yes, I'm documenting every little bit of this because it makes me feel good because I went past the plateau that I could not get from under. I could not get from under 233. I could not. I could not get past it. I was like, Lord, listen, what do I got to do? And if I knew that just the just simplest thing was just giving it all to God and so I could focus more and I could see things more clearly and I could speak more clearly. And it it amazes me that just getting to know God and really just giving him my all in this thing really changed my perspective on how I saw things. Like, it's just coming off of me. And it and it's actually easier. Like, I'm not craving anything or I'm not nothing. Like, I can stop eating at a certain time and everything. It's amazing. But I wanted to share a Bible verse with y'all that I thought that really kind of hit home to me and... um I just wanted to share with you all. Okay. So I'm going to read from. I know this sounds. Okay, so I'm going to read this passage. It says, submit yourselves to God. And this is James 4 and 4. It says, submit yourselves to God. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire, but do not have. So you kill? You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives 
that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. You adulterous people. Don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you think scripture says without reason that he jealously longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us? But he gives us more grace that is why scripture says God opposes the, the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your heart. You double minded. Grieve, <laughs> grieve, mourn and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgments in judgment on it. There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge your neighbor? And I just wanted to sit that on your heart because, honey, that was a lot. And I feel like when it says, when it says, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity? against God therefore anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God that right there that right there that part right there is what took me because I I don't want to be an enemy of God <laughs> and I'm not choosing the world I'm choosing God so the question is who will you choose? I love you all. And you have a good night. Thank you all for tuning in to Heavy on the Faith podcast. Please follow the show on Instagram and use the hashtag Heavy on the Faith pod whenever you discuss the show. Because I definitely want to hear your thoughts and opinions. Don't forget to follow and also share the show with your family and friends. Until next time, stay heavy.